Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shanna and Brooke wanting to educate, entertain, and enlighten all of you to mental health. You almost forgot what to say. I did. You had a brain fart. I could sit in your beady little eyes. What? Beady eyes? Beady eyes. I saw what that. But you I, made it through just fine. I, you recovered. I get my eyes from you. <laughs> Hell, you do. Anyway, you get your eyes from your father. Why are you being mean to me? I'm not, but you don't have my eyes. You have blue eyes like your dad. I don't know why we're fighting. We're not. I was laughing at you. You're not nice to me. Anyway, (laughs) that's kind of the topic of this podcast. (laughs) Oh, that's actually funny. It is. Okay. So... Before we get started on our podcast, if we can start, <laughs> so this is not a therapy session. <laughs> I think they've well caught on to this. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not your therapist. <laughs> so if anything we talk about triggers or brings up issues, apparently it does for Brooke. There's so many triggers. <laughs> so many triggers. I would even suggest that you uh, reach out and get help, and um, we'd like to share a resource that's our, also our sponsor. This podcast is being sponsored by BetterHelp. Like we have mentioned in each of our podcasts, if anything we talk about triggers or brings up any issues, don't hesitate to seek counseling. Everyone has struggles, and therapy does not need to be scary. Everyone deserves to be happy, and you don't need to worry about finding a therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself. Because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Ultimate Pocket Therapist listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. That's betterhelp.com slash uptherapist. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, so aside from you belligerently fighting with me in front of our lovely listeners who are stuck <laughs> listening to you berate your daughter. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Quite an introduction. <laughs> That's all. That's, That's all. all I want. That's all we have. <laughs> so what are we doing today? Well, we're actually kind of the topic is what do we do when people fight in front of you that's actually really quite funny i honestly forgot what the topic was for a split second yeah and then you started being mean to me oh and then brought it all Uh, yeah yeah okay did you want to like send in an email i i will but i don't have to do it yeah Mm -hmm. we could read it you can't know maybe Ah. i will yeah send in an anonymous one i bet i catch on it's you we'll see Oh, boy. Okay, so anyway, (laughs) back to we did get an email, which is what prompted us to discuss this. I'll just read it so everybody knows exactly what we received. It says, Dear UPT. United Postal 
transmission. No. (laughs) That's us, Brooke. Ultimate pocket therapist. (laughs) But that was close. I was, I'm on it. You are. You are just, okay, we will get through this. Okay. I would like some ideas on how to deal with a problem. My husband and I have been married two years. We do not have any children, so we often have friends over to our house. These one friends that come over have started to fight with each other every time they are at our house. They are a lesbian couple that I have known for years and work with one of them. Since we got married, our house has become the hangout and they come over a lot. We really like both of them and they are both good people, but this fighting at our house is a problem. My husband says, I need to tell him to knock it off or never come back. (laughs) He's sick of it. He usually gets up and leaves and they don't notice. They don't yell. They just argue about everything. So what do I say? I don't want to make them mad or not be friends, and I work with one of them. I think if I say anything, it will cause a problem. Any ideas? Thanks, Karen. Okay. So, that's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. I've been around... I think anyone has. Yeah, I, I would I think be really so. rare to run into someone that's like, I've never w- witnessed someone fight in front of me. Right. And it seriously, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if you know them, if you don't know them. Oh, I know. If you're friends with both of them or only one of them. It is uncomfortable. It is and so especially uncom- if it's become a problem they're doing all the time. Yeah. And, and then also, I can't even imagine if you're in your house and it's your house and you are a, literally a captive audience right. to someone fighting in your house because where are you going to go? I like the fact the husband just leaves. Uh, I know. I love that. Yeah. yeah. He just leaves. And they don't even notice because basically when you're doing that, it's all about you. Right. Yeah. You're not even aware of the other person. Yeah. And like you said, it happens a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it does. Yeah. Because when people do that, they just have blinders on. They erase yeah. everybody else out. They, they're all about them. Their mm-hmm. agenda is about them. And it's interesting because I think they do it because they have an audience and uh, a platform. Yeah. They're, they're using you uh-huh. as a therapist in that situation almost. Yeah, exactly. Because probably they want to be validated, mm-hmm. you know, or they want to be justified they think they're right whatever yeah yeah Yeah. and i think too you know this happened in their house but if you think about it people arguing in front of other people happens all the time oh yeah grocery store Uh uh-huh i've seen at walmart oh yeah people just arguing at walmart it's like what Mm -hmm. you know yeah you know parents arguing with their kids Oh, yes. Yeah, in public. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And coworkers? Yeah. That's a big one. Yes. That, that one. one's another uncomfortable because you're trapped there, too. Yeah, especially if, in your, if you're in a cube environment. Oh, yeah. Because I swear, I've said this before, but if you're sitting in a cube, mm-hmm. everybody, especially anyone who's pissed, 
forgets that they are not actual walls. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's... you can hear everything and it is so uncomfortable. Oh, it is. It is. And also like, um, just two girlfriends fighting. I don't know why girls fight. Well, be- I guess guys can get into some arguments and almost fisticuffs sometimes, but I think petty little fights between girlfriends. I think verbal arguments come more from female friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think yeah. guys get pissed, get pissed, get pissed, Walk knock away. each other around yeah, and get over it. Yeah. But I don't think it's the tit for tat. Yeah. Arguing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it comes from guys as much. Yeah. Yeah. And I know older women that have done that too. That oh, yeah. just can't let it go. It's not just uh, high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're the one doing the fighting, arguing, or bickering, you know, think about this. You know, do you really want to expose your significant other? Because to me, it's like such an invasion of privacy and it's so disrespectful. It's like you're not valuing that person by attacking them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and one of the things I've always really have thought hard on and it really bugs me. And it's not even, not necessarily just when you're fighting or when someone's fighting with each other in front of you and you get all that, but then venting to somebody or bitching to somebody about your significant other. Cause it, and then you guys stay together and you still, yeah. Cause it, it just makes everybody who is your friend first mm-hmm. have such a bad taste in their mouth for your significant other. Right. And then when you choose to stay with them, people don't want to be around them. Right. They've, they've already formed an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it just really, really wrecks dynamics. Well, that's actually true, too. If, uh, like, say young couples mm-hmm. fight in front of parents oh. or you vent to parents. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, parents are always going to take the side of their kids. Mm-hmm. And then when you've got it all resolved, your parent is still angry at your significant other. Mm-hmm. They haven't let go of it. Right. You've resolved it, maybe moved on, and they haven't. Mm-hmm. And it does form opinions and judgments. Yeah. You know, long after the damage is done. Yeah. You know, yeah. So bringing other people into it is just not good. And I don't think people realize other people don't want to be part of it. Oh, yes. You know, there's nothing fun in being in the middle of somebody's arguments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's... It's uncomfortable. You feel like you're supposed to help, but you don't want to help. And they yeah. truly don't really want you to help either. And it's just a yeah, very... Yeah, a lot of times they don't want the help. Yeah. yeah they it's just want to vent. A very yeah. uncomfortable environment, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And it's, you know, even if you try to validate them, it doesn't make them mean that they're right. Mm-hmm. You know, but they think they are because they got validated. Right. Yeah. And then you agreed with them. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, being in the middle is not an easy place. So it's like, you know, what do you do if you are that kind of person who wants to help? You're the fixer. Mm, don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. don't. Yeah, I know. Because there's a lot of people who like to kind of get in the middle for their own reasons, but they want to have peace. Yeah. You know, they want everything to be okay, want everybody to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what do you do if you're the fixer? Because it, we, you know, I'm sitting here going stay out of it, but what yeah. if you're in it? I think, so in, in a case where it's two friends fighting in front of you, whether they be couples or not, I think it's really important to try to not take sides. Right. Oh, yeah. But I think more than that, I mean, that got, I guess that goes against wanting to fix it. I'm saying just don't even regard their fighting and try to kind of ignore it. But if you want to fix it, I don't know, that's hard because I don't feel like you can fix any of it without taking yeah. a side of some form. Yeah, because it's really hard to stay impartial. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, there's always that idea, though, of just being honest. Mm-hmm. So if someone is really more wrong and you call them out on it, you know, because maybe they can take that as an opportunity to learn or help themselves. Yeah. Because somebody else said, hey, you really need to knock it off. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just the other person, you yeah. know, I mean, you're, you're, that's a slippery slope, but that is still maybe just being that honest and saying, you know, I'm just going to tell you how, how it is. I'm going to tell you what I see going on. Yeah. You know, and these are just my opinions. I think if you use those really good eye messages, this mm. is my thoughts and my feelings about it, you yeah. know, but I, it's not me having the issue, you know, Yeah. and try to work on it that way too. You know, right. But back to the workplace, what do you do if you've got people fighting, like you said, whether it's cubicles or not, and it's impacting your job? So in my opinion is if they are your equals uh-huh. or above you on the superior yeah. uh-huh. ladder or whatever, right. um, you just, I would say, stay out of it. Try your best to put headphones in. I don't know if you can then kind of go around over to a supervisor or a higher up and say, look, yeah, I don't care what they're, what's going on in their lives, but I cannot concentrate like this. Right. It's impacting my work. Mm-hmm. It's and also probably impacting the whole energy of the office. Right. By yeah. that time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I think at work, you know, you have to be careful, but at work, sometimes it's okay to allow a little venting. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you can stay impartial, because what I know is a lot of times if people just have an avenue to vent, it's all they need to be able to move on. Mm-hmm. And then also sometimes just venting, then people come up with their own ideas or their own solutions. Yeah. But you have to be careful with the venting thing with people like that, because what if they decide that, oh, I can come and vent to you about every little tiny thing that goes on. Yeah. You know, or yeah. then it becomes the gossip. You become the unpaid therapist. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you can't get your own work done if you're no. in a busy place. Because they're telling you every violation that's gone on in the office. Yeah. Venting. So that's, I mean, if you, a little venting, if you can allow it, helps a little bit sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, or just maybe even empathizing with them. But again, you've got to stay neutral. Yeah. You know, back to the, darn it, that's too bad that's happening. Or, you know, that's a hard situation. I mean, those neutral statements, mm-hmm. you know, try to empathize. But either way, it just feels like they're trying to pull you in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I think it's important, too. Like, if you don't want to be involved, whether it be coworker, friends, or whatever, if you don't want to be involved... Oh, yeah. Make that very clear because 
who can argue with that? Mm-hmm. Like, if someone's like, I don't want to hear you fight. I love you guys yeah. so much. Or you're a great coworker. Or I don't even know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Bruce. But, like, yeah. But I don't want to hear this. Right. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it. Isn't working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you guys need to yell at each other, go in the stairwell. Right. You know, or you guys need to go home. Right. Work this out. Take it. Yeah. Take a beat, and then let's and oh, then come yeah. back over when you have worked this out because it's really making me uncomfortable. Right. And I don't. I don't know how someone could argue with you on that. Yeah. You know, and you, you can also with that same thing, just say, you know, I can't help you with this. I, I, like you said, love both of you, mm-hmm. you're both friends, but I can't help you with this. You really need to go get help. Go to a therapist. Yeah. You know, work your shit out with somebody who knows what they're right doing or is an outside person mm-hmm. can look in and tell you flat out what, what's going on. Right. Yeah. Because I'll, you know, there's nothing worse than getting in in the middle. You well, know? one thing too that I always, I don't always see, but I, I see often or hear of often too that is one of those like catch twenty twos is if you have like, for instance, say I have a girlfriend that's constantly bitching to me about her husband, uh-huh. you know, and we finally get to a point of like, you know what, he is an asshole, he is doing this, blah blah blah, and then they stay with him and then oh, yeah. start not wanting to be around me because I hate their husband or come back around of like, you know, Oh, we can't be around her or the husband can't, you know, Uh you can't hang out with her because she says I'm an asshole. And yeah, it's like, it's It's almost like you got thrown under the bus. Right. Oh yeah. One way or another. And it's just like, Whoa, what? Yeah. You're the one that came to me bitching about this whole thing. I didn't sit down and want to have an intervention because your husband's an asshole. Yeah. You, you I told just me validated for you that I agreed he was an asshole. Yeah. And now I'm the, I'm the problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. You know what? That does happen. Okay. Now that you say that, it does. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get thrown under the bus and it's like, I didn't say anything. Yeah. You become the kind of the cop out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that yeah, goes you back become to the scapegoat for it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. So I always think there's a fine line, no matter how good of friends you are, if it's obviously they're not going to get out of the relationship yeah, or get out of the friendship and they constantly want to bitch mm-hmm. about their significant other, their friend to you. I don't think that's a very safe place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that kind of brings up a story I hadn't even thought of, but this is, um, this is not a therapy story, but a personal story. Oh, well, let's have it. Yeah. So, um, years ago I had a friend that was having marital problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. And honestly, for a period of time, she was separated from her husband and she was keeping her horse at my house. Mm-hmm. Okay. And every time that she would come over and ride, all I heard about was her bitching about him and bitching about him. And she was doing just what you said. That's what reminded me of it is like, then she'd be on the phone with him all the time and talking about getting together. And then she hated him. And it was just this back and forth, back and forth. And I, you know, happened to be the one that she was constantly telling. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just done. Yeah. And so I honestly, one day we were out riding and I said, here's the rules. 
I do not ever want to hear his name again. You can talk to me about anything, but you mention his name, you take your horse and you leave. Mm-hmm. But I do not want to hear it. I'm done. You decide what you're going to do in this relationship. If you're going to divorce, if you're going to get back together, I don't care. But I do not ever want to hear his name again. And yeah. you know what she did? Left. No. She said, <gasps> okay. And I never heard his name again. Nice. If it had been that easy, I should have done it months before. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, but it was like I finally set that boundary mm-hmm. of I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to hear it because it's just like you said, it never changed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, for me, it's like do something. Yeah. You know, but I just didn't want to hear it. And, right. you know, and I'm not the therapist. I wasn't getting paid to hear it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you're ruining my writing time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're yeah. making me resent our friendship. Uh huh. And she quit and she never said it again. And things were fine. Nice. I know. Well, many episodes back, one of our first few episodes, I had mentioned I had a friend who did the same thing. Yeah. And anytime we went out, it was nonstop about how much she hated her husband and how awful he was to her. Yep. And, you know, this and that. And it was just terrible. Well, it got to a point where I didn't want to be around him. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, so I had formed an opinion. I had formed an yeah. opinion and he was a terrible person. Yeah. And so she, I didn't want to be around him and she couldn't figure out why we couldn't go do couples things. And I was like, I don't want him near me. Yeah. You know, and then it went to a point they separated for a little bit. And then I got even more stories about all this stuff. Well, then about how terrible he was during the separation. Well, then one day. Clouds opened up, rainbows shone through, and she got back together with, together with him. Okay. And I had done that same thing, mm-hmm. probably learned from you. Probably. Of, That's great. I am happy for you if it works out, but I don't want to hear it. Yeah. When we go out for girls' night, I don't want to hear it. Right. I don't want to hear about your relationship, good or bad. I don't. Right. We can talk about anything else in right. the whole world. But that is not a topic that is for not discussion. Topic, and I don't want him near me. Right. And... That ended our friendship because mm-hmm. I wouldn't support her. And it was like, oh, please, honey, I have been supporting you for so long. Right. This is me now supporting myself. Yeah. And they don't realize that they've created that. Yeah. They really don't. No. You know, when my friend said, okay, I could have fallen off my horse. Right. You were expecting oh, some pushback. Yeah, that was not form. the, that was not the reaction I thought I was going to get, but it worked out great. And I was glad I said it. And it was fine after that because mm-hmm. she respected my boundary. Yeah. And it was never brought up. It was like he didn't exist. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. And I think with our our uh, emailer. Yeah. Let's go back to like the poor emailer. Well, I think that you need to, with, with what we're saying too, is it's really important to respect your husband enough to put an end to this. I agree. Because you're ultimately, you and him are together. Right. And it's not worth causing a problem in your marriage. No, it's not. And rather than causing a rift in your marriage, you know, just tell them, tell your, your girlfriends that are girlfriends, not that Mm -hmm. we're not doing this. I'm sorry. I love you so much. We can't. And Mm -hmm. if that, if that truly ends your guys's relationship and your friendship, then fine. Good riddance. Right. You just might have to risk that it ends. The problem with this one though, is then they work together. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to have to be addressed too. 
because it would carry over to work. Mm-hmm. If it ended the relationship on a personal level, it would somehow carry over to work. It would. It would. And it's I just think gonna. that will then go back to the if you give and if you don't give anyone a reason to call you a bitch. Yeah. And you just keep things truthful. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's like, why are you not talking to so-and-so anymore? I heard. And it's like, you know, nothing really terrible happened. I just set some boundaries. I just, they didn't respect. Yeah, I set yeah. boundaries. They didn't, they yeah. didn't like. And, but I still love them. I still think the world of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take the high road. Yeah. Do you know the thing I was thinking about with this email is maybe like taking them out to get a drink in a public place. Ooh. And actually, if your husband would go with you, it'd be even better. Mm-hmm. Because then it's not just you, it's as a couple, okay? Mm-hmm. And just sit down and honestly talk to them about their behavior. Yeah. And how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. How it makes you feel uncomfortable and awkward and trapped or whatever you're feeling, mm-hmm. you know? And say, you know, we love you both and we don't want this to impact our friendship or our working relationship, but we just want you to make some changes. Yeah. You know, and if you're going to bicker and argue, do it at home, but not at our place because it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that way, maybe it's honest or in a public place. Right. You have an audience of, and nobody is in their safe place of their home. Right. And everyone yeah. is allowed to walk out mm-hmm. at any time. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea, actually. Yeah. And then, you know, if it doesn't go well, it doesn't. But then you're at least be honest about why you really don't want them to come over anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just trying to hint. Because yeah. what we know about hinting, it's not a form of communication. No. It does not work. And I think the important thing here is she doesn't want them to not come over. Yeah. It's yeah. just keep your shit out of coming over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't air your dirty laundry, as my mother used to say. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just let's not do that. Let's just hang out and drink some beer. Right. Yeah. And socialize. You know, yeah. And have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk, talk shit on coworkers that we don't equally all know and love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I think that's probably the best idea. You mm-hmm. know, because this happens in all kinds of settings, like we said, and it's not fun no yeah we just gotta get rid of it yeah definitely yep Yep. so aside from i mean we both kind of shared a story but what else do you got for us on this because i'm sure as many times as i've seen this i can't imagine how many times you've seen this since you've been around since the world was created (laughs) (laughs) thanks b (laughs) i appreciate your honesty in communicating to the world how old i am do you know there's there's one that was really interesting oh yeah it's funny because you say that and i get this flood of stories <laughs> i could tell stories all day i love stories but um there was a there was one and this is years ago when i did a therapeutic writing program okay okay and so with the therapeutic writing program i worked with special needs kids some adults and they actually rode the horse okay okay and I had, I was required, plus I wanted to have a sidewalker on each side mm-hmm. just for the safety of the child. Okay. So in order to do a therapeutic writing session with an individual, it took three extra people, two sidewalkers and one person leading the horse. Okay. For okay. safety and mm-hmm. yeah. So 
this um, referral came from an agency I was working with that had referred me several uh, special needs kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this mom called and wanted her son to come in. And I was just really honest. And I said, I can't take you right now because I do not have enough volunteers working for me to have three people um, during the therapy session. Okay. I said, unless you want to be a sidewalker and you have someone else that come can come with you to be a sidewalker, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And generally I don't have parents involved, but I said, I could accommodate you if you could be involved. Okay. And so she agreed to that. Okay. So she brings the 10 year old and then she brings her older son who I'm guessing he was like, he was like out of high school. Okay. So 18, 19. Okay. That age. So a young adult. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they come over and it wasn't long until she started to use the therapy session as a platform to just fight with her kids. And we were talking fighting. Like she would start yelling at him. They yelled back at her. And it what? wasn't just the little kid on the horse. It was also the ki other kid. Okay. What? And they were fighting so bad on the way over one time. He turned around and left. He drove separate. And then we couldn't do the session because he wasn't there. Then it was my fault because I could do it without him. And so anyway, the more, and she would fight with both of them. It did not matter. And they I, were fighting. About what? Everything. His school, how he wouldn't listen to her at home, how they didn't do chores. It was everything. Wow. And so finally I talked to her and I said, this isn't happening. This is not therapeutic. This is not why we're here. This yeah. is not therapy about you. Yeah. Okay. If you need family counseling, that's a whole different thing, but I'm not your family therapist. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then she started yelling at me <laughs> and you know, I'm the therapist. I should do something. I should validate her. I should tell those boys what they needed to do to make changes. It was my responsibility to fix them. So I called the agency that had referred them. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I said, I am discontinuing working with this family for these reasons. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what happened? What? I never got another referral from the agency again. <laughs> <laughs> it ended. That was it. Oh they never gosh. sent me one referral. So wow. I can't even imagine what she went in and told them I was doing. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Because it wouldn't have been about her. No. 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 It had to be about how horrible I was and I wasn't a good therapist. I don't know what it was, but they quit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a whole ball of fun. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that therapeutic relationship with an agency <laughs> <laughs> by setting boundaries. Yeah. Wow. I but love how she wanted you to fix it. Yeah. It's like, what, you think I'm a warden here? Like, oh, yeah. I'm a it, therapist. Yeah. And she would just like, don't you think I'm right? You know, don't you think these boys need to be doing this? And it's like, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is why we try to keep parents out of it. Uh, you know? Yeah. yeah. But that didn't work. Wow. No, we tried. But I have another story. It's not about therapy. It's about dad. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I love dad stories. <laughs> yeah, dad stories are always good. Yeah. He's yeah. a little he's a little pricker bush when he wants to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so years ago you were in 
high school age. Okay. Okay. And um, there was a young couple that would come over to the house, and he was kind of a horse trainer. And oh. he helped you a lot with roping. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And um, he was actually a really good roper. And and again, our place kind of became the hangout. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, they were living together, and she was divorced, had a young kid, but shared custody. So they'd always, she'd always come over to, she had a horse. Mm-hmm. She'd come over to when she didn't have her little kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes they brought a little kid, but not usually. Yeah. Okay. Usually it was adult time. But, um, and they would always like, he would pick up, he'd be out there work and then he'd come in the house and, you know, dad, he feeds the world. So he's always got something cooking, mm-hmm. you know, and they would eat and, He'd always bring like over a six pack of beer or something, mm-hmm. you know. And it got to the point where they did that starting to fight all the time when they were at our house. Mm-hmm. And they ended up, one time we had some company from um, Texas that were staying with us while she was on the rodeo trail. Yeah. Okay. And they ended up fighting so bad that night in front of our friends from Texas mm-hmm. that he left her at our house. She didn't have a way home. So I said, you can just spend the night gets up. She got up in the middle of the night, walked home. Mm-hmm. I mean, just fighting, yeah, you know, fighting, fighting. And finally dad had had enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he may not have done it the most um, appropriate way. He normally but, doesn't No, But <laughs> one of those nights they were fighting and he just said, knock and a few swear words it off okay (laughs) i don't want to hear it don't fight in my house do not come over here and fight and they were just bickering all night they got up and left and we never saw them again (laughs) (laughs) they just packed up they both looked at each other like we were the problem you know i still remember thinking we're not the problem. You're in our house. Yeah. You know, but it got flipped around. Like if you're going to be that way, then we're out of here. And it's like, no, if you're going to be that way, you're you're out out of here. here. Yeah. It was so interesting how it got flipped around that we were the bad guys. Yeah. Wow. And I, and I know dad probably had a few choice words to say about, but he had just hit that saturation point where he was like done. Yeah. And he was done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't come back. Wow. Yeah. Yep, I do remember them. I remember them fighting. Uh-huh. All the time. Right. They did all the time. Yeah. And, but it just kind of got worse and worse and worse The more comfortable and worse. they got with you guys. I think so. The more they let it yep. out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's the thing about it is, you know these people can control it. Yeah. They can not fight. Right. Because they do a normal situation. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the interesting with thing with those two is they didn't try to get us to validate either one they were just fighting it was just like they had no idea we were even existing in our own home it wasn't like they didn't do the well don't you think i'm right or what do you think about this or let me ask you that those traps Mm -hmm. that people set that they wanted to suck you in yeah yeah it wasn't about a trap to suck you in. they were just fighting yeah Uh uh-huh yeah so it happens when i read that email i thought yep Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. Wow. Yep. So, anyway, there's my stories. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I think everyone can relate. This is super oh, yeah. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. 
Um, currently, I am living through this with a brother-in-law. Oh, no. Really? Every, every time we have a family get together. Every time him and his wife just get at each other's throats. Oh. And on a, honestly, I don't care if they listen to this and they hear this because it is Maybe it terrible. does some good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should suggest, hey, <laughs> hey you should I'm listen doing to this a, podcast that you want to listen to. listen to episode uh, 39. You know. <laughs> I love it. You ought to. I ought you know. to. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll be like, wait, did you just mention? I did. Yeah. I did. It. Nobody knows who you are, but yeah, that was you. We made you a movie star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movie star. <laughs> First off, this is a podcast. <laughs> okay, Second never off, mind. The 30 people that listen to us. <laughs> okay, we made you a celebrity. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But no, it seriously, it changes. Even the kids will get quiet. No, I know. It's so and awkward it's like, and uncomfortable. Go home. Yeah. Go away. I know. You know, I get you guys don't like each other, but, but just stop it. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to eat cake. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right. So I think that kind of wraps it up. It that does. one of those fun ones because it's just so common. It is. It is yeah. common. I think anyone listening will have flashbacks of like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I remember yeah. so-and-so or currently, oh my gosh, they do that all the time. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, we, I want to thank you all for listening and supporting us. And one of the best ways to support us is to leave a five-star review on any of the listening platforms that you are using or hell log into multiple and give us a five-star review. It really, really helps, uh, push our, oh, yeah. ag- mm-hmm. I cannot say this word algorithm. I good. Yes. Yes. I'm sure that was, that right. was not it at all. Okay. But I think they know what I mean. Okay. But it really helps push it through and puts us on to suggested lists and then share with your friends. I mean, yep. we've been, we've been doing this for a while and we sure enjoy it and we want to keep doing it. And so that's the best way to support us. And we also have our Patreon. Okay. Join that. Join that for some okay. extended contact. Right. Periodically. Juicy good stories. E- extended, periodic, juicy good stories. Right. That's yep. us. That's mm-hmm. us. All right. Well, we'll catch y'all next time. Mm-hmm.